Welcome hey, to Mommy's Guide to Happy Hour. We are back and I'm so excited. I haven't done a podcast in several months since quarantine and COVID-19. So I'm very excited for my guest mom today, Pamela. She has been on the show before, but I want to welcome her. So welcome, Pamela. Hi, Denise. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me back. Good. Thanks for coming back. So this is going to be a first for us. This is the first time I'm doing a call-in podcast, so hopefully it goes smoothly. But um, as always, we want to start off with our hashtag mommy's drink of choice, which for me today is a nice margarita to end the week. How about you? Well, I'm actually calling from the beach, and so I'm having an orange crush right now. Oh, that sounds good. <laughs> I haven't had one of those since last summer. It is delicious. Well, cheers. <laughs> clink, cheers. clink. <laughs> <laughs> so today's topic, um, I definitely want to hit on homeschooling because I know it's been on everybody's mind. It's something that us as moms and dads, everybody across the United States has uh, had to adapt and learn to do with our kids. So that's uh, one of the main things that I would like us to talk about today. And just, I want to really get your thoughts and perspective on what it's been like for you and uh, your family through COVID. Yeah. um, So I think it's been hard um, overall. And that's not to say, so my kids and I actually talk about this frequently um, and they always come away with their conclusion, which is that there are some things I like about COVID, but I just really miss my school and my friends and I want to go back. Um, and I, in, the, in my mind, I know that when it's over and life goes back to the crazy normal, I'll look back and probably miss all of the togetherness that we had. Um, Mm -hmm. but I am not in that place right now (laughs) (laughs) at all. No, I, I agree with you. I think I will definitely look back and think it was a great bonding experience with the kids, but when you're in it, you don't feel that way at all. It's like groundhog day. You wake up and you have to do the same thing over and over and over again. And it, it is just not an easy thing to do, especially when you're trying to balance teaching, you know, even parents that just have one child, you know, trying to do that. And then the parents that have multiple kids and their jobs that they also have to do, it's really been a, dr- a, a juggle and a struggle, I think, for a lot of us. Uh, it, it really has. Um, and I am definitely one of those people that you know, I, I take pride in being strong and, you know, being a survivor and, and trying to put my best foot forward. Um, but this whole experience has just really shown me that, like, no, it's okay to admit that things are just really hard. And I've noticed mm-hmm. this. Um, so, I, you know, I work for a living and I, you know, do a lot. I'm working from home all of the time. And um, on all of my teleconferences that I'm on all the time, I'm noticing this theme where everybody's kind of like best foot forward veneer that everybody puts on all the time is gone. And we're all just like, you know, you start your calls, like, how's everybody holding up? And we're all like, yeah, mental health is not so great today. Right. (laughs) Um, 
And so in, in some ways, it's nice that people are being a little more honest um, about how hard this is. Um, I, I have definitely felt like more of a, like I have a village in my, um, I, I'm a lawyer. So um, a lot of times you can feel very competitive with your colleagues. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have very right. much felt like a village um, because there has been no exception. I've, I've heard kids screaming in everybody's backgrounds and everybody's had to, mm-hmm. you know, like absent themselves from meetings to like go take care of a kid. And I think that in that way, it's, it's been very humanizing for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think my perspective is that I'm trying very hard to, to put, to find the silver lining or to find the positive spin in a situation that by and large has been uh, very stressful and, and very anxiety inducing right. for me. It has, I think, I mean, I don't think you're alone at all. I know with talking with other girlfriends and uh, that are moms and we have all just felt this tremendous stress. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, where I used to look forward to Mondays because the kids would go back to school and I could have somewhat of normalcy and go to work and get things done there's none of that. There's, there's no waking up and sending them anywhere. I, the only luxury that I do have of being a single mother, um, there are certain days of the week their father takes them. Mm-hmm. So it's great because I do get a break. But when that isn't happening, it is just me teaching both children, cooking, getting everything done, trying to work. And by the end of the day, I'm exhausted. I, 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 could, I couldn't form a sentence. I was just finished. Yep. Uh, yeah. And, you know, one of the things that has been kind of eye-opening for me is um, I used to struggle a lot with the fact that I worked. Um, I, I really love my kids. I love my family. Um, I was always kind of sad a little that um, mm-hmm. I couldn't devote 100% of my time to my children. And um, we lead a pretty good life and uh, a very good life, actually. And, you know, my children are thriving, right? So it wasn't that. It was more just this innate mm-hmm. feeling in me that I, uh, you know, oh, I wish it could be different. What I have realized being home these last couple of months is that um, those happy hours with my friends that I would go to, you know, once a week or or twice a week or whatever Mm -hmm. after work um, really did so much to help keep me balanced. And, and, you know, I really came to the realization that um, I need that kind of separateness. Like I need that, Mm -hmm. that identity where it's just me. um, It's just Pamela as an adult and people, I can relate to other people in that way. And it's not tied to my identity as a mom or a wife and without right. having had that over the last couple of months, um, I really think it's starting to, you know, negatively like in, impact my mental well-being. Honestly, oh, I, I agree. Be, especially when you're social. You and I are both social. Mm-hmm. We do like to get out with girlfriends. We like to have a drink. You know, talk about things. Um, so we we like that and when that's taken away and you're you don't have that outlet 
you know, we've all done Zoom happy hours, but it isn't the same thing. You know, I'm sitting there and I'm looking at five girlfriends and we're all drinking and it's, <laughs> but it's not the same thing. Our kids are still in the background. Yeah. Things are still happening. We're still home. I still see the laundry. I still see the dishes. Yeah. <laughs> it, does, it doesn't make me feel any better when I get off that call like it does when I have met a girlfriend out for a quick drink and we were just talking about our day or our kids or whatever we're talking about. I completely agree. And also, um, I'm just going to say, like, um, I've been adventurous with my cocktail making at home. Mm-hmm. And I cannot wait until I can go to a bar and have somebody make me a martini. Right. Like, I'm just dying. <laughs> well, I, I will be honest. Yesterday, I did go out. <gasps> so I know. I wow. know I did. It was the first time I had gone to a bar slash restaurant since the second week in March. And um, we're here in the Annapolis, Maryland area. So um, the restaurants, if you can do outdoor seating, they're opened. And of course, you know, we're surrounded by water. So I did go back to my favorite place, The Point. And my boyfriend and I were able to sit at the bar, have a drink, have dinner, and it was the first Thursday I have been excited since all this started because that's my norm. We would go and we would meet for a drink and have dinner. And I I don't have children on Thursdays and the past, however many weeks it's been every Thursday was always my saddest day. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Cause I knew I wasn't going anywhere. (laughs) That sounds wonderful. Um, It was nice. I might have to go to the point next Thursday. (laughs) Yes, they haven't started their music yet, but I think they will start it soon. Um, and there's, you know, they did social distancing. There's X's marked everywhere where you're not allowed to stand. They took all the center. They took a table out in between each table, moved that outside. So they did a really good job. And I think that they just started doing this last Friday or just a few days ago. Um, so I think it will get better, but it just felt so nice one, to have somebody serve me and I didn't have to clean it up or make it yeah. or see it again once I'm finished with it. And, you know, I have my Prosecco. It's the same Prosecco I drink at home, but just have someone else give it to me. <laughs> and take it the glass so away nice. at the end. <laughs> and take it away. <laughs> and, you know, I was trying to explain that to my mother today because, you know, she she's like, you know, we've been in quarantine for so long now. And as soon as they open the doors, you run to go out like a little kid. And I said, I said, I just get so tired of the dishes. And, you know, she said, well, you've gotten carry out since this has started. And I said, but yes, but I'm still using the dishes and I'm still cleaning up a mess. And I just didn't want to see that last night. I just wanted to go somewhere else. Well, and it's interesting that you were able to get away with your partner because um, my husband and I have not we have not had an evening alone since since before the yeah. pandemic. And, you know, we're so exhausted by trying mm-hmm. to keep up with everything. And then the bedtime routine, our bedtimes are slipping mm-hmm. um, because we're so tired. Oh, yeah. That we don't well, want my kids are going to bed at 10 o'clock now. I, they are just up. Yes. And, you know, I know it's bedtime and I literally just I'm so so much of a zombie that I can't bring myself to get up and to start the whole bedtime ritual. Um, I'm right there with you. 
And so by the time they're actually asleep, uh, it's my bedtime and I go to bed. (laughs) Right. Um, I feel the same way. So, you know, I think it's definitely been difficult to try and carve out, you know, private couple time when Mm -hmm. you're just constantly around the children. Mm -hmm. I hear that from a lot of my, my mom friends that are married, um, that, you know, like an occasional date night and to celebrate, or they've had an anniversary through all of this and haven't been able to do anything, um, you know, I know that's hard. I, I get the luxury of them at least leaving for a couple of days um, every week to kind of get that privacy and get that time with my partner. Um, but again, when they're not gone, it is it is just me, though, yep. then doing everything and doing the schoolwork. And I'm glad I only have two kids because if I had to do four children and math for all four, I think I would have just emailed the school and said, we're, we've just failed math this year. We're not even, we're not even going to try. Well, it's funny. I had, it has kicked my butt. Well, yeah. And I've seen some articles where parents are just like, no, we're opting out. Sorry. Like we're going to, yeah. you know, we're going to learn how to cook and, and we're going to teach them like money management skills. And right. you know, like, right. I'm not doing this online learning thing. And I, you know, I think for me, you know, my children are in fourth grade and sixth grade. And so they're, Mm -hmm. they're fairly independent as, as little children go. Um, A a lot of my work colleagues have much younger children and I cannot imagine having a a three or a four year old Mm -hmm. at this point Mm -hmm. in time. No, Um, no, because I loved when they went uh, to daycare. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. And, just to get a break. Well, right. And because, you know, if you have to, at least with my working, the children, at, you know, had schooling time. And so they could, sit, right. I could set them in front of the computer and say, do not get up and do not come talk to me for like the next hour and a half I'm working. Right. You can't do that with a three-year-old. So um, I no. don't, I don't know how those parents are doing it. Honestly, I have no idea. No. And I have some moms that have special needs children. And they have been having a very difficult time because they're, um, they're not trained in teaching their special needs children. Yes. And a lot of them aren't able to step away from their job in order to try to figure it out. So, and, uh, you know, my heart's always went out to them because they're like, well, at least your children, you can tell them or show them the list of this is what you need to do. And they'll do as much of it as possible where their children can't do that at all. Right. Um, I, I have a colleague as well that has um, two special needs boys and she's had to build, you know, kind of like this, this outdoor like obstacle course for them mm-hmm. to just try and run out a lot of their energy to even allow them to kind of quasi focus and, just the amount right. of um, energy expenditure that they have to spend in terms of trying to find solutions. Um, you cannot do both. You, you cannot do that and then also work full time. Um, so that's been very interesting to me. I, like, I do think that we are starting to see the evolution in you know, employers, right, who are looking mm-hmm. at this work from home situation. Right. Um, and so I'm going to be very curious as to like what that all looks like once this is over, if how much is going to go back to normal. Like I think about that a lot. Right. I do too, especially in the type of arena I'm in where everything 
is in a cleared environment where mm. you can't mm-hmm. take your work home. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a lot of things stall over the last few months um, as far as opportunities and things coming out and, and just the, the different companies that were doing the work. Um, so I have no idea what that will look like moving forward. I know a lot of people still went in. A lot of people had to go in um, because you can't take the work home. And these agencies don't can't stop. It, it doesn't stop just because we're in this type of crisis or anything else, right? So um, it has been it has been interesting. It has been definitely interesting, and I have de- I have been slow. So that has been a plus for me right now, just because it allowed me to focus more on the schoolwork with the kids. I can't imagine someone like you that it's not going to stop and you have to continue on, but then the the schoolwork still needs to get done. Like I applaud the mothers that had to deal with that and figure it out because at least I had somewhat a flexibility on how I was handling things. Well, you know, it's funny because um, I don't give myself kudos at all. Like I think um, my children are, um, you know, they're very, they're neurotypical and they perform very well in school. And so even Mm -hmm. though, you know, my older one who really needs to still be micromanaged, you know, in terms of, okay, did you get online and look at what you have to do? Okay. Did you Mm -hmm. submit your stuff? He can, he can still at least do the things and independently. Um, And then my husband who has been home and there have definitely been moments where I have just been like, I'm out. Like I have to go do work for the next three hours. I'm going to be upstairs. Like, I don't know what you're going to do, but you're just going to handle mm-hmm. it. And he does. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and so well, they have to. Right. And I, I just, I, to your point about being a single mom, you know, I have thought a th- countless times over the last two months, I don't know what I would have done if I had not had those, those two facts in my life, right. A partner who mm-hmm. is helpful and children who don't actually require me to sit with them for the six hours a day. Um, right. And it has been about six hours. It's, no, you no. know, I don't know what the difference is between a private school and a public school, but it, I, it just seemed like it took forever all day, every day. Even when I looked at their assignments and thought, oh, well, we should be able to get this done in no time. No, because they don't want to sit there. They're not focused. You know, I started out with good intentions when it first started and had one child on one side of the island in the kitchen and one child on the other side and me in the middle. And we tried to do everything at the same time and that didn't work. So I had to start doing one of them first in the morning and then at lunchtime or after lunch, hopefully we were finished and then I'd switch and I'd take the other kid on. And by then you're tired after you've dealt with one kid for several hours on their assignments. When you go to the next one, (laughs) I was tired. I didn't feel like it was a lot. And just to do it day after day after day. And I don't know how it was with you guys, but we were getting emails over the weekend from the teachers. If an assignment, if we missed something or something wasn't right, correct it. So I felt like we were never getting a break. It was seven days a week. So I I will say um, it, it literally never occurred to me to split my children up. And I wish I had thought of that. (laughs) (laughs) 
because I'm like getting simultaneous questions and I'm literally trying to right. work and it's like, okay, everybody needs to stop. Um, yeah. But I, you know, so our remote learning was full steam ahead, like as of day one in the middle of March, um, right. which I was, uh, well, it was a lot. Um, mm-hmm. and, and the thing that at the end of the, you know, a couple of weeks ago that I realized I was really resenting the most um, and this is nothing against the wonderful special teachers at our school was right. the fact that we still had to do PE and art and music um, because right. it's all project based. And at the end of the week, the last thing I want to do is hunt around for recycled materials to try and, and make an art project. I agree. I, I, yes. Um, so that was tough for me to find the motivation to, cause my kids were tired and it would be Saturday mm-hmm. and I'd be like, did you look at your specials? <gasps> no, I forgot. Okay. Well now we have to carve family time out of the weekend for you to right. sit down and, and do this again. And I, there were many times where I was like, maybe I should just let them not do it and accept. The I, I will, I will be honest. I really stopped having them focus on that after several weeks. Now their father I think he did. And I said, that's great because he was only teaching them Thursdays and Fridays. And by Friday, the assignments didn't look anything like they do on Monday. Yep. Cause they get the, so I said, fine, then you, you take that on because Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, it's, it's busy. Monday and Tuesday were very busy. And then we would have assignments due on Wednesday and so I'm like, you, you take that on because if, if they're going to fail them in gym or art, because we're going through this special circumstance, I think I'm going to have a problem with that. Yes. Agreed. Uh, and I, I mean, I, I had a story ready for, for, mm-hmm. you know, the decision that we would have made. I just, thankfully, I, I do right. have to say that the times when I've had to communicate with the teachers, because um, you know, they got a missing grade because something wasn't submitted on time, but we did submit it. The technology failed, right. whatever. Right. Um, or they couldn't find it in their email. Right. Um, I, I definitely felt like it, they were very, um, uh, willing to work with you and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, so I, I think overall, especially compared to some stories I've heard, um, mm-hmm. we have been very lucky, um, with the children's schooling. It's just, I think even under the best of circumstances, it was always going to be hard. And that unfortunately mm-hmm. was what I found real life to be. It was hard. It was hard. It was hard. And I try not to think about what fall is going to look like because I know no one really knows what it's going to look like yet. So thinking about it or worrying about it or stressing about it isn't going to change it or help it. But, um, you know, as we're coming down to the home stretch with the kids I, I am, this is the first time I've ever been so excited for them to get out of school. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait. So we don't have to do schoolwork all day long. Um, now I turn into camp counselor. Yeah. Not really sure what we're going to do this summer for camp. Um, what activities I'm going to do with them, but at least it's, it'll be a leisure time. It's on our time. Um, but yeah, it has been, this is as a parent, this has been, a struggle. It's definitely been a struggle. Um, well, I think it's, I feel, I feel very nervous about the summer, honestly, because um, my husband and I, if, 
if we have any kind of parenting disagreement, it is probably in relation to like the amount of electronics usage. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. And like, I, I, I mean, I, I don't disagree with the fundamental principle that your kids shouldn't have a ton of electronics time. I just, um, I think that it's very difficult to implement that, that principle in practice when you factor in the fact that we have jobs and um, right. normally I would rely on my village of parents and we would be able to do shared play dates or, you know, mm-hmm. but you don't really have that right now. Like I'm finding it, uh, you know, I've reached out to a couple of my parent friends to see, can mm-hmm. we, can we talk about widening our quarantine bubble for the summer? Because I don't know what I'm going to do with eight hours of blank time for my kids when I still have to work right. and we can't, right. we can't go to the pool and we can't have play dates. Like I am very afraid that it's going to be eight hours of, of video games. So did your children normally go to camp in the summertime? Yep. Or what did you normally do with them? Well, so um, they went to day camps and then my, okay. I typically get to work from home two days a week. And so mm-hmm. I would let their, their two days when I was working from home would be kind of their two days to just like veg on the couch and play eight hours of video games. Cause it was sort of like that. Oh, okay. That's your summer vacation time where you get to be lazy. Mm-hmm. And then your other three days right. you're out doing learning and playing with friends and being social. Um, right. And I, th- I, I feel okay about that ratio and I'll defend that to anybody mm-hmm. who wants to say it's still yeah. too much time. Um, but I, you know, that's, that's certainly very fundamentally different than what we're looking at going into right now with the summer. Oh, absolutely. I mean, my children went to camp every day. They went to camp five days a week. Um, and they have had a lot of tech time, especially my son on Fortnite. And I, the only reason that I don't feel bad and I'm not going to feel guilty about it is because he's playing with his other school friends. And so they're communicating and they're talking and they're, they're bonding. And he, I don't think he feels as isolated as if he were just in his room playing by himself or watching YouTube or what have you. So this is not normal for any of us right now. So I have just decided I'm not going to feel guilty um, for the tech time. Uh, my daughter is on her phone watching YouTube. She interacts and plays a, a game with a couple of other girlfriends, um, roadblocks. And as long as I can get them out of the house to play, at least for an hour or two uh, during the week, every week, every day, I'm going to be okay with that. I have to be. So that is exactly the conclusion I came to, right? Like, and I, it's funny because I've been working, like, there's just so much guilt at all times, you know, and feeling uncertain mm-hmm. about the decisions you're making. And one of the right. things that I have kind of tried to do is really ease up on myself, which is totally mm-hmm. like anti-ethical, ethical eth- to like who I am as a human being. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But it's been really nice. To just be like, you know what? You just have to. Everything's going to be okay. And, I, you know, it's funny. You post you post these memes sometimes, which I, I really find hilarious, where it's like, I'm going to go into my closet now with my glass of wine and, like, hide. Um, I, right. I literally go hide from my family um, for, mm-hmm. you know, 20 or 30 minutes. And, and it sounds funny, but honestly, like, it's just, it's just what you need to do to survive. Um, 
that's all it is. Whatever we have to do to survive, we need to do it. And we shouldn't feel guilty about it. And we shouldn't feel judged by other mothers, by our mothers, because they're not in this situation. And um, that's why I felt it was important that we talked about it today on the podcast. That's why I thought you would be a good person to have on because I felt like you were going to be truthful about it. I know what kind of job you have. I know what kind of um, stress that puts on you. Um, and I, I think it's important that we honestly share our experiences and share that we're not perfect and that we're, I'm drinking a little more. I'll be honest. I, at the end of the day, after homeschooling on a Monday or a Tuesday where I wouldn't have had a drink before, sometimes I have a glass of wine now. So, um, this, and I'm not going to feel guilty about it. This is um, a big confession for me. I, it was like a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago. It was, um, you know, really, really terrible time of, of work for me. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I texted my girlfriend and said, it's 1030 and I really need to pour myself a glass of wine. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just throw some orange juice in it. <laughs> Not going to lie that th- I just need this to continue on with my day. Um, and, but you know what? I will say I'm balancing it out because I am going for really long walks by myself every day. You oh know? yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm getting, a, that is actually a silver lining is that I'm getting a lot more exercise than I normally would mm-hmm. under, under the, the normal circumstances. So, well, I enjoyed when we were on our Easter break because our, our kids had almost, they had two weeks off uh, through all of this. And I either had my daughter or my son, or sometimes both walk every morning, every morning that was nice. We all got up and we went for like a 40 minute walk as just our little family unit. And I enjoyed it. And I told them now that summer's coming and we're done with, we'll be done with schoolwork. I would like them to start going with me again. Um, But you're right. I have been, I took a 45 minute walk today outside and it makes me feel better. I I feel like it's balancing out my drinking. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't want to gain any weight during quarantine. So I've been working out a lot more um, to justify the, the totally, one, but or the margarita today. One, it's one or the other. Well, I mean, you don't want to get used to one thing. You got to be varied, Denise. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to try some. You're going to have to post some of these cocktails <laughs> so we can try some some new cocktails. I will be sure to take pictures at dinner tonight. You should, you should. Well, and I just posted something the other day for anybody that follows me on Instagram. Um, you know, I posted that, I, I don't remember what it said word for word, but something like, you know, I eat chocolate all day just to help me get through to the, you know, to get to the water. That's right. Because I don't do coffee, so I'm just snacking on my chocolate. Oh. It's just one vice for another. Yeah. Um Chocolate would not do it for me. Like I, I definitely need my coffee, but it sounded delicious. I was definitely jealous. <laughs> it's great. Little chocolate almonds. <laughs> I have them in the refrigerator. I just pop them in every once in a while just to get a quick little boost. Anything to have those little moments of pleasure. Like you just have to figure out every day mm-hmm. there has to be something good. I think that's my, that's my goal. I, I think we have, yeah, we need to find the positive in this and we're, you know, with, the states starting to open up more and us being able to get out again and 
you know, that'll be different too uh, when we actually really start getting out and what that's going to look like. Are we wearing masks? What are the, well, you know, what do we still have to do? But I think it's important that we know that in this tough time of being quarantined and homeschooling our kids that we, we did a good job. So we should pat ourselves on the back. That's right. Um, so you should pat yourself thank you, on the Jean, back. I'm doing that right now. Yeah. Yeah, I think that we made it through and our kids are still happy mm -hmm. and thriving and doing well. And so I think that's actually a huge accomplishment. Mm -hmm. You're right. I do too. Well, Pamela, I just, I'm going to do one last question for you. And again, it's the question that I normally ask. So we'll, we'll have to see what you say to it today um, because of everything that we've been going through. So right now today, what makes you happy? Uh, the sight of the ocean makes me happy today. Okay. Well, that's great. I'm, I'm glad that you and your family were able to get away and enjoy some, I would say quality family time, <laughs> but we've all had that for weeks yes. on end. <laughs> quality family time in different settings. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, I just, I, you know, I want to thank you for carving out time in your day to do this because again, I know all that you have on your plate. So I do appreciate you coming on and talking about this and hopefully, you know, anyone that listens to it is in inspired by the fact that we are all going through the same thing and it does take a village to make sure we get through this healthy, successfully, and positively. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Denise. I appreciate it. Thank you, Pamela. I will All talk right, to take you care. Soon. Bye. All right. You too.